society is really fucked up. I don't know else to put it. We live in this world where everyone is like, especially in America, like you are this close to just getting the flu or getting sick or getting bit by a tick or living in a house with mold. And the next thing you know, everyone you know thinks you're crazy and they're gaslighting you and everyone has an opinion about how you're living your life. And it's like, I was just renting an apartment, trying to live my life and trying to be a good person, trying to help people, trying to educate people with my podcast. Like I was not doing anything wrong. I was living like a good life and something horrible happened to us that was completely outside our control and it is not a reason for anyone to judge me my fiance our dog or any of the stuff we've been through like i mean this is the equivalent of like our house burning down like we lost our possessions Welcome to the Tech Post Podcast. I'm your host, Trent Lipinski. It has been a while since I have published a podcast, and I do apologize for that. I unfortunately do not have most of my equipment. Um, I just got some headphones that have a mic on them, and I'm hoping that the quality is good enough to be able to get episodes out again. Um, I do not have my usual equipment with me. And there's a long story behind that, um, which I will get to in a minute. Anyways, I just wanted to tell everyone I'm back, uh, I'm doing better, um, and I'm going to explain where I've been and, you know, what the hell's been going on. So, since September, uh, I was forced out of my apartment in San Francisco, and we figured out that there was toxic mold growing there that was making my fiancé, my dog, and I very, very sick. In fact, we didn't realize how sick it was making us until we moved out, uh, until we got away from it and started to recover, um, and also until we had to have testing done and found out that most of our stuff was contaminated. So we actually had to throw away like most of our stuff, including our bed, including you know most of a lot of our possessions, um, a lot of stuff is in storage we're not sure if we can save it or not yet a lot of stuff like my microphone uh my other headphones i was able to clean off some of my stuff uh i've not been able to clean and save everything so i I, even after all these months i still don't know uh if i can save some of the stuff that we have in storage and i don't know when we're going to be able to get to it unfortunately we're technically still homeless. Uh, we have not been able to find a place to live. There's a major housing crisis in the Bay Area. And because of this whole situation, um, it has had a major, major financial impact on us. Uh, my fiance left her job. She just got a new job now. And, uh, you know, we're going to see what happens there. I have been working on a number of projects. The main projects that I've been working on for quite some time, we finally launched in uh in you know just maybe three four weeks ago um we are onboarding new partners it's been going extremely well uh we had over 200 signups it's actually been incredible but at the same time you know i i don't know what the fate of uh 
everything I'm working on is going to be. So I can't predict the future. I'm still just trying to figure out, you know, kind of what's next. Um, I want to get TechPost back off the ground. Uh, we were able to get some writers on board and we're trying to get some content out regularly now. Um, I am trying my best to get this podcast back up. So that's why I'm recording this. And hopefully I'm going to get to do more episodes like this. I probably am not going to be able to do any interviews for a while. So I'm going to try and just kind of do these long monologues. So you're just going to have to deal with me until uh, I can get some people scheduled to do interviews again. And I think I'm probably going to do a mix of different things and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. Yeah, that's why my podcast has been off the air. That's why you haven't heard a lot from me lately. That's why I have this amazing epic beard going right here. Um, I really need to clean this up. Uh, but uh, if you're not, uh, if you're if you're just listening to the audio and can't see the video, uh, I have a probably about a two or three month beard going on right now. So uh, that's been fun. But uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, this whole experience has just been like a wake-up call for multiple reasons. Um, if you had followed me during my Hacker Noon days when I was doing the Hacker Noon podcast, I was acting, I don't know how else to put it, like I felt like shit when I was recording a lot of those episodes, and I just had to tough through it. Um, it was just mind over matter. Um, you know, a lot of the times after I would do interviews, I would just go collapse afterwards. Um, you know, I was just doing everything I could to get those episodes recorded. And, you know, it was, it was, a, like I said, a lot of it was me acting, um, you know, that show, I don't want to go into all the details, but, you know, I, I'm really proud with, of the work that I did there. Um, you know, recorded almost 50 episodes in like nine months. And, but at the same time, I was kind of playing it safe. Uh, you know, I was trying to create something that was sponsor friendly. I wasn't really showing my full personality. Um, I was just kind of trying to create something that was a little more professional and, uh, you know, educational. And I still want to do that, but I also kind of want to unleash this thing here now that I'm doing tech posts on my own, you know, kind of show people like who and what I am. Like I've realized through this whole experience, like society is really fucked up. I don't know how else to put it. We live in this world where everyone is like, especially in America, like you are this close to just getting the flu or getting sick or getting bit by a tick or living in a house with mold. And the next thing you know, everyone you know thinks you're crazy and they're gaslighting you and everyone has an opinion about how you're living your life. And it's like, I was just renting an apartment, trying to live my life and trying to be a good person, trying to help people, trying to educate people with my podcast. Like I was not doing anything wrong. I was living like a good life and something horrible happened to us that was completely outside our control. And it is not a reason for anyone to judge me, my fiance, our dog, or any of the stuff we've been through. Like, I mean, this is the equivalent of like our house burning down. Like we lost our possessions. Um, so it's been really, really bizarre to see the reaction from other people. And like, 
as we're trying to explain to them, like, hey, like, yeah, we have a fungal infection. Like, we're sick. Like, we have literal fungal infections. Like, this stuff's in our body. I've spent the last several months trying to get it out of my body. Uh, and it's been a horrible experience, all kinds of GI issues. Like, I'm not going to go into the details here, but it's made us incredibly sick. Um, fungal infections are some of the worst, most lethal infections on this planet. They are real. It's considered an environmental illness. But wow, for some reason in the United States of America, like the idea that you can get sick and that the doctors won't treat you, which is the same damn experience I had when I first got diagnosed with Lyme disease and that whole situation. It's like, great, I found another disease that doctors don't treat in America um, or condition or whatever the hell you want to call it. I mean, fungal infections are real, breathing in mycotoxins. So I realize now when I say mycotoxin, like I now know what a mycotoxin is, but when this whole thing was going down, like I had no idea what a mycotoxin was until August of this year. I, I had no idea. Um, until my doctor said, Hey, like maybe mold's causing your, you know, your symptoms. And then we realized like, Hey, wait, the mold's back and you know, whatever. I then did a ton of research, talked to scientists, mold remediation experts, all kinds of people trying to figure out like, okay, what, what's real. I couldn't figure out what was real because the stuff I was finding on Google was nonsense. Like absolutely like mainstream, like not even mainstream, just like ignorance i don't know what else to tell you like the most ignorant crap ever is on google so you know i actually had to start talking to people who have been through this experience i had to start talking to actual scientists and you know testing companies and labs and all these kinds of people to actually figure out what the truth was and when i found out what the truth was it was horrifying like i had no idea that basically mold is capable of producing what is technically a biotoxin and this stuff is just in the air present around where the mold is like and it's just you know excreted into the air if the mold is on like plastic or paint it's literally digesting it and then pushing those toxins into the air and i was sleeping in a room where this stuff was literally like growing on you know just like four or five feet away from where i was sleeping i was breathing this stuff every single night every night every time I went to bed. That's why I was waking up in the morning sick. Every morning I woke up sick as a dog, like couldn't even get out of bed. It was horrible. Um, you know, so it was causing chronic fatigue syndrome, all kinds of crazy stuff. So luckily the chronic fatigue is better, um, but I am, I'm still not out of the woods yet. Stuff still doesn't feel right. But one of the things that is back luckily is my brain. Uh, my brain just was, out of commission for a while. I could not record. I couldn't write. What little cognitive power I had left, I had to focus on my job uh, because I had to keep doing my job. I had to keep working. I had to keep making money. So I put all my intention, all my effort, all my energy into working. Um, and any extra effort went into healing and recovering. And that's all I've been able to do. I, like I said, I haven't had most of my equipment. I haven't been able to do a lot of my stuff. Um, so I haven't been able to record, I haven't been able to do interviews, like it's been a total nightmare. Um, and again, bringing this back to like the societal conditioning that we have in this country right now, like everyone's brainwashed. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Like the entire country in America is so obsessed with money. 
we think it's like this most important thing in the world and that, you know, if you don't have money, you're a failure. And, you know, if something horrible happens to you, it's somehow your fault, even if it's not your fault. Um, and there's this like weird association with like, oh, you can't possibly get sick from the environment. Like, no, that can't be. It's like, wait, wait what are you talking about? The environment is like the majority of the cause of illness and death in this world. Um, so, you know, like, I, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to process that, yes, fungal infections can really mess you up and kill you even. Um, so it just boggles my mind that, you know, we live in this society where people can't process something as simple as that. And I realize, like, after going through all of this, it's there's multiple things to blame. Like, our education system is absolutely to blame. Like, I was not educated on this until. I got poisoned myself and until I experienced this and had to go talk to these scientists and had to go talk to all these people myself and find out, Hey, what is a mycotoxin? Like, how does it get transmitted? Where does it go in the body? What does it affect? What can it do? Like, I didn't know any of that stuff that I feel like is extremely important information that like we should be teaching children in school. Like the crap I learned in school had nothing to do with reality. So why the hell wouldn't they teach me like, Hey, if you see mold, like don't use bleach on it, use ammonia. Like, if you do this, do that. Like, it just amazes me the basic stuff that just wasn't taught to us in the education system. You know, just even basic things like how to stay alive, like basic survival skills. Like, I can't believe that I was not educated at any point in my life about the effects of mold and what it could actually do to you and your health. Like, what the heck is that about? Like, so many people. Are probably dealing with like mold and toxic issues right now in their environment and have no clue that that's what's making them sick. They have no idea because nobody talks about this. I've even noticed when like seeing some of these like home repair shows and like some of this crap they have on TV, like they will literally do remediation on these shows. They will literally like fix roofs and replace water damaged walls, but they will never use the words mold they will only use the words contamination or they will use you know these other terms like oh we're gonna fix it to make it healthy or whatever the crap they didn't teach us about basic survival in our education system is just baffling i mean everybody should know the basics of this stuff they shouldn't have to go through what i just went through to have to figure out like hey mold and fungus is what's been making you sick you know there are so many water damage buildings all over this country, all over the world. People are living in mold. It's making them sick and nobody cares. Nobody knows. We're not educated on any of this stuff. It's insanity. It's so crazy to me now that I've been through this to kind of look back on it. And like, now I know why when I walk into certain buildings, I would have that like sinus pressure and start getting a headache and you know, there's malls and grocery stores that I've been in before where I've walked in and after just a few minutes of being there, you just feel this like heaviness in your chest. Well, that's a sick building. Like I now know what that means and living in an environment like that, sleeping in an environment like that, that is, it's lethal. It can straight up kill you. I want to put this whole, you know, mold thing aside. Yeah, that's what's happened to me. That's why I haven't been podcasting lately. But like, I just 
now realize how screwed up our society has become. And I, I really, I, I blame this. I blame the damn smartphone. Like it really has so much to do with how disconnected we all are from reality. Uh, you know, everyone is just burnt out. Our dopamine receptors are burnt out. Our ability to connect with others is burnt out. We just don't have that empathy. We just don't have that connection. We don't have that community. The things that are supposed to be happening for me in my 30s, the people that are supposed to be here, that are supposed to help me start a family, that are supposed to help me you know, figure these things out and build my network and become more successful, like they're not happening. None of this stuff's happening. I've been working towards these things for 20 years. I've been seriously working in the tech industry since I was 13 years old, attending Steve Jobs keynotes, having teams of 10 writers working for me. I have run multiple successful startups. I've had multiple successful exits. I've had some epic failures as well. Like no one like can touch the experience that I've had in the last 20 years. In the last 20 years, I have experienced the entire gambit from enterprise sales to enterprise companies to a $50 million startup that failed to, you know, running and building my own startup from scratch and bootstrapping it to a million dollars in revenue and then selling it for an exit. Who the hell does that? But yet, you know, that's the shit that's on my resume. That's the stuff that I send out to people if I like apply for a job. And it's like, that's what's on my LinkedIn profile. And it actually seems to hurt me. People actually don't want to hire me. People actually are like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. He's got experience. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, the analogy that I can come up with is like, basically, I'm like a veteran quarterback, a journeyman veteran quarterback that's been in the NFL for years. And it's like, GMs know that if they sign me, I'm going to win games and take them to the playoffs but they're going to have to pay me a real contract and I'm not going to sign one of these rookie contracts where I'm not going to get paid. So what do they do? They keep hiring rookies. They keep funding these 20 year olds that have no idea what they're doing, giving them millions of dollars to start these companies. They all just keep failing. And it's like, why are you doing that? Like I have met so many entrepreneurs, so many startup founders in the Bay area kids in their 20s that have no freaking experience, no clue what they're doing, fresh out of college. And VCs are like signing three to $5 million checks and just handing them money when they don't even have a business model. They don't even know what they're doing. And here I am freaking 20 years in the tech industry, multiple exits, multiple successes. Like even my failures were, you know, epic failures. Like I go big. I don't mess around with small things. Like I only take on projects that I know are going to have an impact. And even if we fail, like live video, for example, you know, that was an epic failure. Um, you know, like I, I don't take on things that are small. I try to avoid small things. I try to work on things that are going to make the world a better place that are going to try to help people. Maybe I'm naive. Probably I am at this point. Like I would have been better off, you know, just probably going through the damn system and becoming a banker or something like that probably would have benefited me more. But I don't know. There's just something that I have yet to really figure out, like about who and what I am, that for some reason, VCs just will not take me seriously. Hiring managers won't take me seriously. I 
seem to intimidate and scare the hell out of other CEOs and CTOs for whatever reason. Like, you know, I've come across kind of, there's like two types of CEOs out there. There's the CEO who sees that someone's experienced and they're like, wow, this person knows more than I do. Like I'm going to hire them. I'm going to pay them. Well, I'm going to take care of them and I'm going to let them go do the stuff that I don't know how to do. And then there's a CEO who's like, wow, this guy has a ton of experience. He knows exactly what he needs to do. He's got more experience than me. Oh my God, I'm intimidated. I can't hire this person. Like they're, they're, there's going to be a power struggle. Blah, 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 blah. Like, unfortunately, that first CEO is like one out of 10. It may even be one out of 50 or one out of 100. The majority of them, when they see someone who has experience, more experience than them, especially someone who's been a VP or a CEO, they freak out. They're like, oh my God, I can't hire that person. They know what they're doing. And it's just the weirdest thing because it used to be that you wanted to build a team. You want people around you who know what they're doing so that you don't have to worry about that. So if you're a CEO and you've got a background in business management and you know nothing about marketing, you want to hire someone to run your marketing department who knows more about marketing than you. That's just how business works. That's how you build a team. Like, again, going back to a sports analogy, like you wouldn't expect a wide receiver to know how to play running back because they play two different positions. Like, it's just so baffling that we're at this weird point in time and history where for some reason, the people in charge are afraid of people who know what they're doing, which is not how business is supposed to work. That's not how building a team is supposed to work. That's not how companies are supposed to work. And then you have this like weird situation now with social media where I've got thousands of followers. I've got five plus thousand on Twitter. I've got, I don't even know, 15,000 plus on Medium. Like I can reach thousands of people every time I publish anything. I mean, granted the censorship has gotten out of control and it's insane now. Like I can't reach my full audience anymore. But with that said, I still have an audience. People still listen to this podcast. I don't know what the numbers are going to be anymore because I can't predict it because these algorithms are just censoring the hell out of us. But the fact is, I've been in this industry for 20 years. People have been reading my articles for 20 years. They have been following my blog posts. They have seen my evolution. They have seen me running startups. They've seen me sell startups. They've read the press releases. They've Googled my name. They've seen all this crap. Like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I'm just saying that, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. There's a clear timeline and trail of everything I've done. You can search it. You can research it. Like, the evidence is out there, and it's really easy to find. You just search my name, and boom, you can go through hundreds of pages of search results because I've been doing stuff for that long that I have hundreds of pages of search results. So you'd think that would matter. You think that would mean something in this world, in this society. You think people could look that up and be like, wow, this is a guy I could actually trust. Like this is a person that like has a track record that like is good. Like this person works on good projects. They've been successful. Uh, you know, they're a, you know, whatever, they're an entrepreneur, they know how to solve problems, they know how to figure things out. And they've been very successful doing that. Like, why the hell would someone not see that and want to recruit me? There's this like weird dichotomy that happens with social media, where people like, 
won't reach out to you after you reach a certain point in fame. And again, I don't even have that many followers. I don't have a hundred thousand. I don't have a million. Like I'm not one of these guys going on the Joe Rogan podcast. Like I don't have that kind of following. Like I know that like whatever, but at the same time, I do have some following and it literally has resulted in nothing. Like it doesn't get me jobs. It doesn't make me money. If anything, it's just been a source of stress, uh, a source of like, I don't know. It's this like, it's this bizarre feeling. I can't even put it into words. You know, there's, I know that people are seeing the stuff that I send out there. I, I get the likes, I get the tweets, you know, I get the responses. People reply to me, they DM me, you know, they message me on Facebook or whatever. Like, I know people are reading it, but at the same time, it doesn't resonate. It's like, it's like everyone's watching a TV show and they're like, they're like, I don't, they don't understand like, Hey, I, I, Trent's a real person. Like he has emotions and feelings. If you pinch him, it hurts. Like there's this apathy that social media has created that has just completely separated us from our human connections and our ability to understand and connect with others and understand that we can work together. For some reason, there's this like underlying thread that, you know, this is this dog eat dog world and everyone's on their own and, you know, we can only count on ourselves and that's just the way it is now and that's the way it always has been. And that's just absolutely total bullshit. That's what the powers that be want you to believe. And it's false. It's the most false thing ever. Humans have always worked together. They've always built tribes. They've always worked together in clans. We have always been a collective species and we always will be. This, oh, I have to do everything on my own and I have to be this self-made person and blah, 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 blah. That's bullshit. You need to find a team. You need to find a tribe. You need to find a community. And we all need to work together as a community to bring ourselves together. And we need to turn this shit off. Like, I know you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to it on iTunes, but like, this is the only way that I can connect with people now. And I, I actually hate it. I don't want to have to do this podcast. I don't want to have to use YouTube and iTunes to actually have a conversation with people. I mean, I'm literally sitting in a room by myself right now talking to a camera because unfortunately everyone's so damn busy doing whatever the hell they're doing, trying to survive, trying to make money or whatever. The only thing I can do at this point is to record myself, put it on the internet and hope that other people will watch it so that we can have this fake conversation that's not even freaking happening. You're just listening to a recording. So again, I'm grateful for my followers. I'm grateful for the audience I do have, but it's like, come on people, wake the fuck up. Like, let's work together on this shit. Like, why are we all doing individual things? Why are we a part of this rat race? Why are we serving these masters that we don't even know their names? That's the most insane thing about this world that we live in today. We don't even know who the powers that be are. Like, I can analyze it, predict it, whatever. You can talk about the Illuminati or the bankers or this group, the elite. I freaking hate calling them the elite because they're not elite. They're just people with money. And it's just a number on a computer screen. They're not elite. They're not athletes. They didn't earn it. Most of them were born into it. And the reality is, like, most of them just sit there and do nothing. They literally do nothing with their lives. They're useless people. So most of the, like, most of the people that we consider the elite are probably some of the most fucked up, useless people I've ever met in my entire life.
that's just reality. Like these people have serious freaking psychological issues. I mean, they've done studies on this. The people that have billions of dollars to their name or inherit massive amounts of wealth, like psychologically, they are just completely fucked in the head because they're all paranoid. They're delusional. They think that they're gods or kings or whatever the hell they think they are. They're mostly sociopaths. Unfortunately, money just breeds sociopathy and narcissism. It doesn't breed good, honest, you know, people that have integrity that are hardworking. No, it breeds people who are entitled and who are assholes. And the fact of the matter is these entitled assholes and these narcissistic sociopaths are the people who control pretty much everything because money is turned into power and they use that power to continue to grow more wealth. There's so much wealth out there yet it's controlled by so few people. And now with the way that the economy is, it's a total shit show. I mean, I was trying to explain to some baby boomers like that when they were my age, when they were growing up in the economy, they grew up in, when they were my exact age, the opportunities that they had were completely different than the opportunities that I have. The opportunities they had they controlled something like 23% of the wealth in the country when they were my age. 23%. Do you know what my generation controls? 3% of the economy is controlled by people my age at this point in our lives. That is a 20% differential. Yeah. So even the millennials, even the Gen Z, whatever the hell you want to call me, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of really more Gen X in a weird way than I am even a millennial because I grew up listening to Nirvana and Rage Against the Machine. And, you know, like I my my heroes were Gen X. Maybe I'm a millennial, whatever. I don't really care. But the fact of the matter is. Anybody under the age of 40 has no power, has no control, has no wealth. We've been completely disenfranchised since the 2008 market crash. We can't afford property. We can't afford homes of our own. We can't afford basic freaking life necessities. We can't even afford to start families. The only people that are able to start families are the ones who just do it and are suffering through it. They're not going to have access to the resources they need to be able to properly educate their children. They're not able to homeschool their kids. They're just putting their kids into people farms and letting them get freaking brainwashed. Like, and I, when I start a family, I don't want to do that. I do not want to put my kid through the education system and let them go through the same nonsense that I was forced into when I was a child. That was the worst system in the entire world. Entire, like, the, the crap that I was fed as a child, the crap I was fed in my teens, even the crap I was fed in my 20s, it was all bullshit. None of it served me. They didn't even teach me how mold worked. Like, they didn't even teach me, like, hey, like, you know, this can actually freaking kill you. They don't teach you about fungal infections. They don't teach you basic life necessities. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to put my kids into the same situation that's worth where they have to learn new math and new English and, you know, about 50 fucking genders or whatever the hell crap that's out there. Like, I don't want some psychopath who's a freaking narcissist who went through the system to try and educate my child. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, why would I at this point? I want to actually try and raise a kid to grow up and be a normal freaking human being, have empathy for others, put their cell phones down and actually have conversations with people like I want my kid to be able to know how the world works and know that 
This is a cruel, fucked up world that we live in. This is a prison planet. We live in a world that's dictated by money and power and control. We're being manipulated on every level, every time we pick up our cell phone, every time we turn on the television, every time we go on our computer, and we're all basically being enslaved. I mean, even the, the elite or the sociopaths, um, you know, they work too. We're at a point now in our society, in our world, where even the people that have trillions of dollars work is the thing that they're trying to do is they're trying to keep their power. So what they're working towards and what their job is, is to keep their power and to grow it and gain more. That's what they do. That's how they work. So that's the world we live in now. And, you know, it's, it's really heartbreaking. Honestly, it's really screwed up because I almost died last year. Um, you know, I'm really sick and tired of people gaslighting me about this. Like I woke up several times in that bedroom where I had yellow skin. My eyes had giant purple, dark bags all the way down to here. Like I couldn't move. I was in pain. Like my fiance would drag me to the bathtub to detox me because my liver was failing. I could have had organ failure at almost any moment last year it was serious when I was living in that apartment. And I can't tell you how many times people have tried to dismiss that and tried to dismiss, well, oh, well, you didn't die. It's like, yeah, by some freaking miracle, I didn't die. Like, I've got Lyme disease, my liver's failing. Like, what? Like, I don't know what to tell people, you know? And then when they tell you, and then when I tell them this, I was like, yeah, I've had post-traumatic stress disorder. Like, this has caused PTSD for me. They're like, they look at you funny. Like, how do you get PTSD? It's like, I, I almost died multiple times. There were days when I didn't know if I was going to live or see or live through the end of the day. There were several moments where I was like, do I have to go to the hospital right now? Like, can I even get to the hospital? If I go to the hospital, how much are they going to charge me? Because I don't have health insurance. So I, there were seriously many moments where I was like, hey, if I go to the hospital, they might be able to save my life. But if I don't go to the hospital, I won't owe them $20,000 So for an IV drip or whatever they would do. So yeah, I just took the damn activated charcoal myself, sat in a bathtub full of Epsom salts and hoped for the best. Like now here I am and I've survived through this. I lost everything I've ever worked for, my money's gone, my possessions are gone, I don't even have, I, my microphone's still covered in, you know, who knows what, uh, you know, it's, it's been a battle just to even get to this point, and here I am now, my brain's working again, I can work again, I can record again, like, I'm ready to get back on my feet, but no one wants to freaking talk to me, because it's like, oh, he's, he's done a GoFundMe, he's, uh, you know, he, he experienced some health problems. Oh, he pointed out the hypocrisy of our medical system in this country. Oh, he's presenting truths that make me feel uncomfortable. Like, yeah, life is uncomfortable. I nearly died. Like, fuck. Like, that's just how shit goes sometimes. Like, we live in a world that's really freaking uncomfortable, and we can't just sit there in front of our phones until we die. Like, that's not an option. Like we need to get up and we need to go do something and we need to figure out how to fucking work together because if we don't, 
This is just going to get worse. And unfortunately, the reality is it's going to get worse from coronavirus to who knows what other plagues or outbreaks or wars are coming. Like things are going to get worse. And you need a support network. I need a support network. We, as a younger generation, need to figure out how to build our own communities because we don't have churches. We don't have community centers. We don't even have libraries to go to anymore. So, like, the institutions that were in place, the infrastructure that's been in place for someone through adulthood and become an adult and be able to build a network in a community in a village to raise their kids and start families, that's all gone. We're all on our own. Like, we've all been just completely propagandized and brainwashed, and we've had reality completely distorted from us to all believe that we're, we can't possibly rely on each other. And the reality is, like, we have to. We have no other choice. One in four millennials is already taking care of a baby boomer, and that's about to get worse. The baby boomer generation controls something like over 50% of the wealth in this country. They're all going to die in the next 20 years. Hate to break it to you. That's the reality. The entire generation will be gone in 20 years. And the fact of the matter is a lot of the boomers are dropping like flies. They're dropping like flies because of all the pollution, all the environmental illnesses, Lyme disease, all the crap that they created is the stuff they're dying from. And guess what? Their kids are dying from it too. Like, so everyone's all screwed up. And the reality is because everyone's dealing with pollution, because everyone's dealing with toxicity, because everyone's brains are screwed up and they're dealing with brain fog and they can't think clearly, that's why they're buying all this propaganda. That's why they're buying all this misinformation and all this nonsense. They don't fucking see the forest for the trees. Like they can't. Their brains are literally fucked up. They're addicted to drugs and caffeine and sugar, and they literally can't get out of the rat race. They can't stop working. They can't stop doing their jobs. They can't stop trying to get money and blah, 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 blah. So they're literally addicted to this lifestyle of constant consumerism and constant nonsense, and they're literally stuck in it. They can't even look up for a moment and realize, like, hey, like, Maybe what I'm doing right now isn't good for my family, isn't good for my health, isn't good for my future. And they're just dying. And it's going to get worse. We're going to lose an entire generation that controls the majority of the wealth in this country within the next 20 years. In fact, we'll probably lose most of them within the next five to 10. That's the reality because of all the things I just said are happening and accelerating that. So now we're in this situation where my generation is going to inherit some of that wealth. And I'm actually afraid of that because I know my generation and I know my peers and they aren't really ready. I say that not because I think that we shouldn't have wealth and power. We should, and we absolutely do need it. But unfortunately, the ones who are born into it were raised by the people who bred them to think and act like themselves. So, you know, the people who are going to inherit this money are the children of the sociopaths and the narcissists in the baby boomer generation, and they're just going to double down on what their parents did because it's not like they've learned anything else. They learned what their parents taught them. So I'm not exactly hopeful for that wealth transfer to happen because the probably what's gonna happen is millennials are just gonna do worse things with the money. 
Um, you know, they're just going to keep doing whatever they have to do to continue to stay wealthy. And they're not going to do what's in the best interests of others. Um, you know, they'll do what's good for them or what they think is good for them, but they won't invest in their community. They won't invest in the youth generation. They're not going to do that because that's not what their parents did. The irony is, is the baby boomers, their generation was set up by the previous generations because that generation went to war for their kids. They built a future for themselves and their families and their children. They invested in their children. They paid them a living wage. I've never had that. In the 33 years I've been on this planet, I've never been paid a living wage. Like I've had maybe one boss who at the time when he was paying me, when I was 19 years old, he was paying me well, respectively for my age and my experience at the time. And that was maybe arguably the one time I've been paid my worth. But since then, it's never happened. I've never been paid what I'm worth. I've never really been paid an extremely like decent living wage. I've survived. I've built my own startups. I had to pay myself what I could pay myself to get by. Like I've definitely had some privileges and some benefits from working like 70, 80 hours a week and sacrificing my health to do it. Like, sure. Yeah. Okay. But so what? Now I'm in my 30s. My neck screwed up. I was poisoned by my apartment. I'm battling Lyme disease. Like, you know, what What next? You know what I mean? At this point, like, I just, I don't care anymore. Uh, you know, I, I, I've had to inherit a sense of apathy myself because I don't care what people think about me anymore. Like, don't give a shit. At this point, like, I have to accept that we live in these insane times in this clown world and that most of the people out there are just freaking NPCs and they've been completely fucking brainwashed. As much as I care about their humanity and I want their values and their rights to be restored so they can experience freedom for themselves, they're just slaves at this point. And even if you give them freedom, they won't know what to do with it at this point. So I, I can't, I can't save everyone. I can't, I can barely survive and take care of myself right now. Like I'm just trying to fight to a point where I can get married and have kids before, you know, it's too late. Uh, you know, the biological clock is ticking on my fiance. Like we've got to start our family soon and we've got to get these toxins and clear all this crap out of our bodies so that we don't freaking die of cancer in our thirties or forties. Like that's the reality we're facing right now. So man, it's just like, I don't know. I got to wrap this podcast up. I've gone on long enough. Um, anyways, I'm back. Obviously I'm feeling better. The gloves are off. I'm done playing Mr. Nice guy. I'm done being Mr. Professional. Like I'm done with all that crap. Like from now on, you're going to get the truth from me as I see it. And that's, what's going to be on tech post. And we're going to keep pushing the envelope. I'm going to keep seeking truth and I'm going to keep doing everything that I can to educate others because the world we live in is fucking bullshit. Thanks for watching another uncensored episode of techpost.io. I'm your host, Trent Lipinski, and don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and hit that little notification bell next to the subscribe button so that you can get notified when we release a new episodes. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, and other social networks, including Twitter and Facebook, at TechPost.io, and you can find me personally at Trent Lipinski. 
Once again, I'm Trent Lipinski, and this has been another great episode of TechPost.io. We'll see you soon.